Welcome to the Mind of Snaps podcast with your host Jessica, aka She Snaps, a popular Twitch broadcaster, photographer, entrepreneur, and mental health advocate. In this and future cast, expect to follow along with Snaps as she learns more about her mind, the world, and her fellow humans. It could get messy in here, but stick around, and you might just learn something as you enter the Mind of Snaps. Hello, and welcome to another Mind of Snaps podcast. I'm Snaps. And today we are going to be talking about intermittent fasting. I am in my fourth month of IF and I cannot say enough good things. So this podcast is dedicated to the five things I love about intermittent fasting. Please remember, I am not a doctor, nutritionist, or anyone important. So the information I share with you today should not take the place of your own research or a conversation with your doctor. There are some people who simply cannot do IF due to health limitations, so please don't rush into anything that can impact your physical or mental health without looking into it on your own first and or discussing it with your medical professional. First things first, I would like to explain what intermittent fasting is and clear up some common misconceptions about it. I'm sure a bunch of you were all kinds of ready to hit the stop button on this podcast because you're thinking you're not in the mood to hear more about fad diets and no one will stand in the way of you and your food. Don't fret, my pet. I feel you there. I love the fuck out of food, and I certainly would not push anyone towards something that eliminates your potential to enjoy something as straight up wonderful as a good meal. So what is intermittent fasting? Well, there are many ways to fast, but the method I'll be referencing for most of this podcast is essentially just time-restricted feeding. It is not as harsh as what many people expect when they hear the word fasting. Folks tend to get an idea in their minds, and that idea is almost always the same. But I don't want to starve myself, or... But I love food! Yeah, I get it. I love food, too. Like, a lot. Whenever people in my Twitch streams tell me about food they're eating... I always demand specificity. I don't want to just hear you had a sandwich. I want to know the type of bread. Was it toasted or grilled? Did you use butter, mayo, or another condiment? Did you season anything? What was inside the sandwich? Not just ham and cheese, but what kind of ham? Honey ham, maple ham, ham off the bone? What kind of cheese? Pepper jack, cheddar, gouda? I need details, people. I am a big fan of cooking, a big fan of eating, and an overall lover of food. So trust me when I say intermittent fasting does not change your ability to eat or enjoy food. In fact, I feel like I have a better relationship with food than I had previously, and I really enjoy my meals these days, especially because they tend to be larger, almost gluttonous in nature. It's great. Anyways, enough about me and my love of food. As I mentioned previously, the manner of fasting that I've been doing is really considered time-restricted feeding. I started on the 16-8 method, which basically means I fast for 16 hours a day and eat all my meals within an 8-hour window. Some people do alternate day fasting, where they eat every other day and fast in between. Some people do regular weekend or weekday fasts, like maybe one to two days a week they dedicate to fasting. Some folks do caloric restrictions or some other variation that includes not eating for a set period of time. Lately, I've been doing even less than the 16-8 and instead tend to eat one really big meal nightly, occasionally followed by a small snack. I've been feeling great 
on just a single meal a day because I go big with this meal. Big. I am a huge fan of breakfast foods, so a common meal I'd break my fast with would be four to five eggs over medium, two to four pieces of thick cut maple bacon, favorite, some breakfast potatoes, oat nut bread as toast with Irish butter, and then on certain days, if I'm really hungry, pancakes. If I were doing two meals instead, I might cut that down a little bit to keep my calories from going crazy overboard, but I don't really track them. I just try to eat relatively healthy or clean wherever possible, and I make sure I break my fast with a nice big meal so I'm not as tempted to snack as I move through my evening. I was advised to break my fast with either a fat or a sugar, and I've been told repeatedly how good MCT oil is for you in general, but especially when it comes to fasting. Um, I kind of lucked out. The CBD oils I take for anxiety, sleep, pain, and stomach issues also happen to contain MCT oil. So now when it's time to break my fast, I simply take my CBD drops, wait 15 minutes, and then I go eat a meal. During the time I'm fasting, I only drink water and coffee. I used to drink a ton of coffee. Now I'm down to usually about one cup a day. Some people drink tea, Some stick to water exclusively, but essentially the goal is to take in zero calories during your fasting period. I personally drink a small amount of creamer in my coffee, even though the stuff I'm drinking is high quality and really doesn't need it. Shout out to King's Coast. Um, I have still been noticing positive effects of IF, so I haven't had any reason to change this habit. I've read conflicting reports that suggest adding cream to coffee or tea will break your fast, and some that say creamer is okay. I think this is similar to how people handle the ketogenic diet. I know when I did that years ago to lose weight, I was able to have around 5 grams more net carbs than my friends and still maintain ketosis. So my thinking is everyone is different. You may have some trial and error while you see what works for you, but you're probably okay having a very small amount of creamer in your coffee. It may seem initially like even the basic 16-8 is too much and fasting for 16 hours is impossible, but it is easier than you probably would think. If you start your fast in the early evening before bed, by the time you wake up, you've already gotten through the majority of your fast. Just skip breakfast. Have it around lunch or brunch time instead. I started out with my eating window being 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. daily. It was super easy. I mentioned earlier that I had done the ketogenic diet before, which was great for me, and I've noticed that it's great for a lot of people who are doing it currently. I decided not to do it this time, despite having lost 50 pounds on it before, just because it's it's a bit more restrictive. So the, the way I wound up getting into intermittent fasting was actually through my boyfriend. So many of you know some details of my personal life because you follow my live streams on Twitch or you see my all-too-frequent updates on Twitter. Earlier this year, my long-distance boyfriend and I moved in together. To make this happen, we had a nice little road trip ahead of us from Arizona to Chicago. My boyfriend had already been doing intermittent fasting for a few weeks, and he suggested it to me because I was considering going back on keto for weight loss. We spent almost the entire time in the car from Arizona to Chicago, which is about 25 hours, learning about intermittent fasting. We listened to podcasts, we watched YouTube videos, we read online research. By the time we arrived home in Chicago, I was fully on board, ready to start my new lifestyle. Now, this is an important note. I say lifestyle for a reason. Intermittent fasting is not a diet. 
It's not restrictive like that, and it's not something that I intend to do for a short period of, of time strictly for weight loss purposes. The long-term benefits of intermittent fasting are so wonderful, and the way I feel on it is so obvious, this has become my lifestyle. I intend to be an intermittent faster forever. I love it. I've been on intermittent fasting for about four months now, and man, I am grateful for it. My previous podcast, if you listened, was on five steps to better mental health, and I honestly believe IF has been incredibly beneficial to my physical and my mental health. To explain why I feel this way, let's get right into the real content of this podcast now that you know the basics of what intermittent fasting is and how I got into it. Let's talk about the five things I love about intermittent fasting. Okay, so obviously... I initially started looking into intermittent fasting because I was looking into losing a little bit of weight. And I have. I have lost weight. I've lost about 10 pounds. And if I had probably avoided a few weekends where I went off of intermittent fasting and pigged out hard downtown, I think I would have lost even more weight by now. But I did mention earlier, I like food. Anyways, number one, it is great for fat loss. The number one thing I love about intermittent fasting, and one of the reasons why I'm able to recommend it out to everyone right away, is it's great for fat loss. Fasting apparently increases lipolysis, which is basically fat burning in your body. And it does this by increasing your norepinephrine and epinephrine levels, which can help you to increase your fat breakdown capabilities, by increasing your glucagon levels, which also help to break down fat, by increasing your growth hormone levels, which also allows you to preserve your muscle mass as well as a healthy metabolic rate, and by not eating, your body isn't going into starvation mode, but instead into fat burning mode. I listened to a podcast on intermittent fasting with this doctor. Man, I wish I could remember the name of it. I'm going to try to do some digging and post her information in my notes page. Um, but anyways, this doctor explained the fat burning concept in an interesting way. She said, imagine your body is covered with granola bars, which essentially represent your fat stores. These granola bars are capable of providing you with the energy you need to get through your days. There's this block there, though that's not allowing our bodies to recognize that we have all these possible energy sources all over our bodies. Doing something like intermittent fasting or like the ketogenic diet basically helps remove that block. It changes our body from a sugar or carb burning machine into a fat burning machine. So then suddenly all that excess fat you have is visible to your body and during your fasting periods, that's what your body is using to keep you energized and moving forward. I have also found my workouts to be excellent on IF. I do my exercise in the mornings most days, and I have yet to have a day where I don't feel energized and ready for the gym. I get great workouts in, I feel energized afterwards, and I don't generally have cravings for food after working out anymore, which was something I used to struggle with. In previous years, I'd finish a workout and then think, oh great, I get to eat now, hooray! I'd look at how many calories I burned, then I'd think about all the foods I could have now since I eliminated those calories. It is not the best way to do things. Many times, I was just canceling out a workout because I'd seen how many calories were gone, and then I would just consume that many, if not more, by seeking out some kind of quick shitty meal after the gym. 
I know plenty of dudes also who do weight training and still see great success with their gains thanks to IF. Just ask Joe Rogan. He's been a proponent of intermittent fasting as well as other celebrities such as Miranda Kerr, Liv Tyler, Beyonce, and Hugh Jackman. They've all been reportedly benefiting from it as well. So if Wolverine and Queen Bay dig it, I'm even more on board. Hell yeah. I've I've really enjoyed especially how much fasting has changed my relationship with food, though. Now, because I know I'm probably only having one big meal per day, I'm more likely to eat something a bit healthier. It's not even really a deliberate choice. I just noticed early on how much better I felt when I was eating somewhat clean or healthy when I broke my fast. I don't bloat as often, so I feel like I can eat whatever I want, but I don't usually. I like to break my fast with a ton of breakfast foods, because I love breakfast, or a good plate of chicken or salmon with some veggies and potatoes. I find that I feel super full, but not uncomfortable. I still spend most of my day thinking about food. Have I mentioned that I fucking love food? Which is the same as before, but I don't think about it in the same way. I don't find myself wanting to snack just to have something. I just find myself kind of low-key planning my meals way in advance because I'm so excited to eat a nice big meal. My responses to people talking about food or eating in front of me seem to have improved as well. I don't hear my stomach growling. I don't get seriously hangry when I haven't eaten and people talk about or show food in front of me. I just think to myself, hmm, maybe I'll have that later when I break my fast. And then I move on. It's great. So that's my number one thing that I love about intermittent fasting. It is great for fat loss. Okay, so number two is going to be a bit of a, a larger category. But number two, it is great for overall health. So studies are showing that there's potential for intermittent fasting to actually prevent and possibly even cure diabetes. I'm not going to get into too much detail on this as there's no definitive results from human trials, only promising studies on animals so far. Um, But what we do know is that IF normalizes your insulin sensitivity and lowers your levels of insulin. This is basically what allows your body to go into that fat burning mode we discussed earlier. So it's worth looking into, do some research on your own with relation to intermittent fasting and diabetes or insulin. The other aspect of your overall health being improved by intermittent fasting is your heart health. Regular fasting can decrease your bad cholesterol or your low density lipoproteins. The previously mentioned benefits of insulin reduction can also reduce your risk of gaining weight and developing diabetes, which are apparently risk factors for heart disease. Aside from the scientific potential, there's also a behavioral shift that happens when you switch to intermittent fasting. This generally improves self-control. So when it comes to making decisions about things that could impact your health, people tend to make better choices. So this is one of the reasons why there's a lot of notes out there that say intermittent fasting can improve your heart health. Another benefit of your overall health is intermittent fasting promotes HGH, which is human growth hormone. This is great because adults with a deficiency in HGH are more likely to have higher levels of body fat and decreased bone mass. There was this 1990 study in uh, the New England Journal of Medicine that gave older adults with low levels of HGH a boost and noted that they packed on more lean mass, which was around 9%, lost on average about 5 pounds of fat, and even their their skin thickness improved. 
So like thinning skin and elasticity loss are clear signs of aging and they can lead to things like wrinkles. So HGH is apparently another way that it can potentially benefit your aging. It also regulates your ghrelin. So this is something I learned about very recently. Um, Ghrelin is known as the hunger hormone. It ties in with your eating habits more than anything. Ghrelin dips during fasting and raises during your regularly scheduled mealtimes. Even when you're just looking at food, apparently, your ghrelin levels raise. It usually takes around three days for your ghrelin levels to adjust to your new lifestyle, but once they do, you'll know that you feel less hungry overall, but that your hunger hits you right around whenever you would normally eat. It took me only a couple of days, but I was on a stricter regimen then. I know some folks who have taken a week or two to fully adjust and stop getting hunger cravings, but from what I understand about ghrelin, having a relatively set schedule should help you avoid that. It is great for detoxing slash anti-aging. So I mentioned that HGH can potentially help you because thinning skin is a clear sign of aging. Elasticity is key for avoiding signs of aging such as wrinkles, and HGH can potentially help that. In addition to that, intermittent fasting is great for detoxing slash anti-aging because science suggests that our bodies need time for proper nutrient assimilation and absorption, detoxification, and cellular regeneration. Intermittent fasting has been shown to boost autophagy, which essentially is the process of your cells taking the garbage or used up portions of the cells, cleaning them up, and then spitting them back out as things you need for cell remodeling, such as free fatty acids and amino acids. A video I watched from Dr. Eric Berg explained autophagy by comparing our bodies to our homes. So imagine you have a garbage disposal in your house. Everything that goes in it gets cleaned, reorganized, and spit out as building materials for you to repair or rebuild parts of your house that may need it. So by fasting, we're promoting this habit of our body, which is believed to not only detox, but also help slow the aging process overall. There was this Harvard study published in Cell Metabolism that did a test on worms using fasting methods. They used worms, by the way, because you can monitor their lifespan and test this a little bit easier since their average lifespan is around two weeks. The researchers found that when the worms' diets were restricted, the mitochondrial networks stayed in a youthful state. They believe these youthful mitochondrial networks are another key in increasing lifespan. Aside from that, this detoxing and anti-aging potential from intermittent fasting comes from increased levels of BDNF, or brain-derived neurotrophic factor levels. Higher levels of BDNF apparently lead to healthier neurons and better communication between the cells in your brain. Intermittent fasting has been shown to boost levels of this, with some studies showing that fasting up to 36 hours was actually able to bump the level up by nearly 400%. I personally don't fully understand BDNF or most of this stuff, but I know what I feel. I feel sharper. I struggle with symptoms of ADD. I get distracted very easily, usually. Years ago, I was medicated on Adderall, which caused me to feel on like you wouldn't believe. There were side effects, though, and since I'm wary of taking any prescription medications these days, I wound up discontinuing usage around four years ago. 
I've had all kinds of nootropics, energy supplements, all kinds of things since then. But the thing that makes me feel the most me is intermittent fasting. After a few weeks of IF, I noticed I was feeling almost the same as I did on Adderall. Seriously. I will say my water intake was also a big part of this because I noticed the effects are lessened on days when I'm not as well hydrated. However, when I'm fasting and doing what I'm supposed to, meaning slamming water, holy shit, does my brain work all good and stuff. I can focus better. I feel less mentally drained at the end of the day. It's just, it's wonderful. My number three thing that I love about intermittent fasting is the potential for inflammation reduction. It's surprised me as well, but I watched this documentary on these fasting centers people would visit to go do guided fasts. It was super fascinating. I wish I could remember the name of it, but as I mentioned earlier, I've been doing so much research on IF over the past few months. I get a bit mixed up on my sources at times. I swear I will find the video. I'll share it with you guys soon. I talk about it on my stream all the time. It was so interesting. Anyways, there's a lot of information that shows fasting can help you eliminate waste in your body and can speed up healing by lowering your inflammation levels. In the video that I watched, people were going for fasts of weeks at a time or more, and they were going to these centers because they wanted to reduce their pain. They weren't going to these centers because they were interested in weight loss, but because days or weeks, even months of fasting was producing incredibly positive results and serious pain reduction. I myself suffer from chronic pain, and IF combined with those CBD oils I mentioned has been helping tremendously. I also enjoy THC for my pain, but it's not always appropriate to be smoking the reefer. So I use CBD, intermittent fasting, and surprisingly enough, meditation to assist with my pain management these days. Number four, the number four thing I love about intermittent fasting is It's convenient and cost-effective. I don't spend as much money on food anymore because I spend less time snacking. When I do eat, as I said earlier, I tend to want to eat more healthy and filling meals, so I try to plan ahead for them and keep those types of food in my house. Since I don't do anything but drink water and coffee during the day, I'm not spending money on energy drinks, juice, or smoothies either. It is so nice to be able to wake up in the morning and not have to think about food, or at least not seriously, until early afternoon. So the convenience of scheduling meals is definitely beneficial. This brings me to the fifth thing I love about intermittent fasting. Number five, my productivity increased. Fuck yeah. As an entrepreneur and someone who works from home, my mornings used to be a mess. I would wake up, make coffee, then spend who knows how long trying to decide what to do next. Should I eat something? Yeah, but I need to do some dishes first. Should I just get to work? Yeah, maybe, but I'll get tired and hangry and I won't be able to focus. Okay, maybe I'll just grab a granola bar. Then I'd go into the kitchen, I'd eyeball fuck my fridge and cabinets until something caught my eye or until I settled on something that I didn't even want but decided would be better than nothing. It was never good. During the day, I'd wander in and out of my kitchen while I was getting things done, and sometimes if I ate too much, I'd want to take a nap afterwards, and my productivity would decline even further. Now, I wake up, drink water, make coffee, do my morning routine, there's more on that in that first podcast, and then I get to work. Since I know I'm not going to be eating until around 4 p.m., I just don't even think about it. It's in the back of my mind, because I'm 
kind of planning out what I'll eat later, but it's not a primary focus. It's not a need anymore. Even when my fasting time has ended, I found myself waiting longer and longer to eat because I felt so good. That's why I wound up where I'm at now. I break my fast around six daily and I eat one large meal, occasionally a small snack afterwards like fruit or popcorn because I'm kind of addicted to popcorn, but otherwise it's just one big meal and I feel great. So those are the five main things I love about intermittent fasting. It is great for fat loss, great for overall health and anti-aging. It can lower inflammation. It's convenient and cost-effective, and it can help improve your productivity. I really hope that this information has been helpful for you, but if you have any questions, please feel free to come in and discuss this with me during my live streams on Twitch at twitch.tv slash shesnaps. You can also hit me up on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, or Facebook by searching Mind of Snaps. Remember... I am not a doctor. None of this should constitute medical or nutritional advice. I am simply presenting the information I found and my interpretation of it. If I'm wrong, let me know. If I'm right, stroke my ego and tell me how cool my podcast was. Having said that, I do want to note quickly that there are some people who intermittent fasting may not be right for based on my research. This includes folks who are already diabetic. Talk to your doctors, please women who are pregnant, people with eating disorders, people on certain medications, teenagers, and kids. If you decide to give intermittent fasting a shot, let me know how you like it once you've gotten into it. First, you'll need to decide exactly what type of fasting you'd like to do, but once you've started fasting, remember that the potential for headaches and hunger pains decreases drastically after the first few days. Drink a ton of water and hang in there. I really hope you've enjoyed this second podcast in the Mind of Snap series. I think I might do a few quick podcasts before I leave town later this month to go to the Destiny Community Summit, followed by the St. Jude Summit. They are likely going to be a bit more irreverent or satirical, but that's what it's like inside the Mind of Snaps. Shit gets weird sometimes, and then it balances itself out with some good old knowledge hunting. If there's ever a topic you'd like me to research or discuss, by the way, feel free to let me know. Thank you again for listening to the Mind of Snaps podcast. Be sure to subscribe in Apple Podcasts so you can be notified of future episodes. Also, if you could take a moment to leave a rating and review of this cast, I would really, really super appreciate it because it could help this podcast gain traction sooner. Thank you again for everything and happy fasting. <laughs>